What is up, everyone? Welcome in to Inside the Hoosier Mind for a special college news update, especially from the sports world. This has been an absolutely crazy day as far as the sports world goes in college. Obviously, we have the NBA free agency that's also crazy, but I feel like college said I took that as a challenge. I took that personally. Hold my beer. And the reason why I say that is there was news earlier today. Um, USC and UCLA had been researching, potentially joining into the Big Ten. There were a lot of rumors that this has been ongoing for months, which kudos to them for keeping that quiet because nobody really expected this. And now, you know, there was a lot of talk of, well, it hasn't formally been done, but it's basically a done deal. We saw just, you know, not even an hour later, um, it being official and the Big Ten accepting uh, accepting their application and welcoming them into the conference. Now, there are other rumors that Washington, as well as Oregon, would be wanting to join the Big Ten as well, which to me is crazy at the fact of... The, we're witnessing the Pac-12's disillusion from that. Because think about it. At one point, the Pac-12 was Arizona, Arizona State, California, Colorado University, Oregon, Oregon State, Stanford, Utah, Washington, Washington State, USC, and UCLA. Now, if Oregon and Washington leaves, that would leave the Pac-12 down to eight teams that would put the Big Ten up to 18 teams and a true super conference. So I guess to me then, you know, would the other teams basically split off? You know, you could potentially see Colorado and Utah maybe go back to the Big 12, you know, make the Big 12 then uh, a 14-team conference again as well. Uh, maybe a couple teams go to the ACC, maybe they don't. Um, maybe the rest of the teams go into the SEC. We we don't know. It's it's just crazy at how much has happened in this short amount of time and the domino effect that this causes. Now, as somebody who's a a, a very big you know very big fan of the Big Ten, I like and don't like this move, and and here's why. When I look at the Big Ten, and really anybody who looks at the Big Ten, at least, and we're, we're purely going to look at this from a football perspective, because obviously college basketball, you know, you have the Big East is still an actual conference, um, whereas it was a conference at one point um, in, you know, 2002, in the Big East, at least for football, was Boston College, Miami, Pittsburgh, uh, Rutgers, Syracuse, Temple, Virginia Tech, and West Virginia. And then basically that got absorbed into the ACC. A few of those schools, as far as football goes, went away. Um, the ACC was also originally back in 2002. It was Clemson, Duke, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Maryland, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia, and Wake Forest. Now, as we've seen, you know, Maryland, 
uh, Maryland and Rutgers both ended up joining the Big Ten uh, back in about 2014. Uh, Louisville, of course, ended up joining the ACC. Um, and that that's about the only other, you know, kind of weird one that joined. Um, of course, we've seen Texas and Oklahoma decide that they want to go to the SEC, which, you know, I talked about that a long time ago, how I kind of felt. Now you have Arch Manning going to Texas. Can he potentially make Texas successful again? And really the big question with that even is, what do you define as success for Texas? You know, is it at least, you know, being competitive? Like, they don't necessarily have to win the SEC all the time, but are they at least, you know, are they keeping up with the Alabamas? Are they keeping up with the Georgias? You know, Florida even, they're very, Florida's very on and off, hot and cold, but they're always competitive in the SEC. Same with LSU, same with Texas A&M here of lately. Very competitive. Of course, uh, Arkansas is supposed to be back on the rise again. Uh, even Auburn in the Iron Bowl almost constantly. Or, you know, are they gonna are they gonna be down at the bottom with you know the Vanderbilts with the with the Kentuckys with the Mizzou's with the um, with the Tennessees in the football world? Now basketball, obviously a little bit different. A lot of these teams can pretty much hold their own um, in the SEC, but football it's a completely different story. And USC to me is a little bit more interesting because, and when I first, when I first heard it, I was like, but why? Like, you're not really perennial contenders in the Pac-12. So I don't, as somebody who's a big fan of the Big Ten, I don't really see why you would ever join. Um, of course, we all know it's, it's a financial thing. And then the same with UCLA. I'm like, UCLA is almost always at the bottom of the Pac-12 with college football, like, the only teams that are beating them in the bottom is, you know, Washington State and, you know, Oregon State. Like, those, those are the only ones. You know, California, too, maybe, depending on depending on the day. Um, so, I, I wasn't a big fan of that. Now, when I kind of listened to a few other people break it down, how they actually liked the move, I, I kind of see where people are coming from, and I see why people are a little bit excited about it. So one in particular is that because USC and UCLA have such a rich history, rich tradition, they're going to be on more national television games. Because think about it, the Big Ten is ex- you know has a lot of um, is basically contracted TV wise with Fox. So you know with the Big Ten, you're always going to have Ohio State as probably one of the main games on you know Sunday uh, not Sunday Saturday afternoons. Michigan is probably going to be on there. Michigan State, um, Penn State, even Wisconsin, Iowa. Like these are you know schools that have traditionally have been successful, have a massive following, especially throughout the Midwest, and are going to be nationally recognized. And just the namesake itself, because of the past history, you know, if if you want to equivalent it to like the NFL, you know, you know what's probably a bigger matchup than say the Cowboys and the Steelers even if both teams are terrible which here in the last you know 20 plus years Dallas has been mediocre to you know average you know completely you know underwhelming people they still bring in big viewership because of what they were able to do in the past and that's the same with USC I mean if we think about you know what would be bigger you know USC versus Ohio State like two big time you know schools with both rich histories both you know deep success in the college football world ohio state a little bit more 
success of late than USC, obviously. Um, but just, but just that potential is there. And, and obviously the fans are almost always going to be into it. College football fans are some of the most devoted and some of the craziest fans, but you can always hear the electricity if you're on, if you're watching it on TV. And even if you're there, you can feel the electricity in the air. Um, so I am kind of excited about it from a big 10 perspective. I kind of wish we would just kick out Rutgers and Maryland. They can go back to the ACC. You know, neither one of them, I really feel brings anything different to the big 10. Neither one of them have really made an impact. Now, if you want to look at overall as a conference, I mean, yeah, Maryland got a couple wins over, you know, Texas a couple years in a row, but that was, you know, that was four and five years ago. That was a completely different Texas and completely different Maryland team. Now, basketball wise, uh, Rutgers in, in basketball, Rutgers was a nightmare. Like I watched so many of them, their games and Rutgers was just, you know, they, they were doing great. Same with Maryland. Maryland was always out there. They were tough. Um, college basketball wise could not get any better of a conference football. I'm like, eh, I'm not, I'm not as big of a fan. Um, and you know, like I said, there, there's also potential rumors that Oregon and Washington, uh, might follow, uh, USC and UCLA and join the big 10, which, you know, if any of the teams that would have left, I would have, I would have guessed Oregon to be 100% honest with you. And the reason why I say that is Oregon Oregon is a big brand. Like, out of the Pac-12, you know, if if you're not really a big college football follower, like, you don't really, you know, pay attention that deeply to the conferences, you don't pay attention that much to the divisions, like, if I was to tell you, okay, can you name me two Pac-12 teams, those are 90% of the time, those are the teams that are on the West Coast, Oregon and USC are probably going to be the two big names that you're going to come up with maybe have a couple Stanfords again. This is just depending on who you happen to meet and and how deeply they follow college football. And Oregon would be huge. And I feel like for Oregon's brand, it would be big. Because again, you're stuck in the Pac-12. The Pac-12 doesn't get really a lot of recognition. And even on the West Coast, the Pac-12 doesn't get a lot of recognition. And for the most part, I would say because the Pac-12 has been irrelevant, uh, at least in the football world. Now, in the basketball world, um, UCLA has gone to a Final Four. Um, I actually had a good friend of mine uh, tell me that when I had submitted an article about that. And yeah, UCLA has been to a Final Four, um, ranked pretty highly. Yeah, actually really highly in the college basketball world now that I think about it. Um, the football world, not as much though. And it's, it's one of those, like I said, I could see Oregon. I could see USC. UCLA is kind of surprised and kind of same with Washington, you know, Washington, they, and it's funny, the only two that have had any type of success outside of the PAC 12 here of late was Oregon and Washington. And, and look at the, probably the national recognition Oregon got last time they faced Ohio State just last season, and they beat Ohio State. You know, that was big for Oregon. You know, that was a nationally televised game. That was a big game. It was a great game. Like, that was a fantastic game to watch. And, you know, Oregon, Oregon probably loved that. So, you know, to me, looking at it, like, Oregon, I feel like would be great. Now, Oregon, I could see as a Big Ten team. Washington, I don't really see as a Big Ten team. 
again, even USC and UCLA, they don't feel like Big Ten teams. Like, this is going to be completely random as far as the the feelings of Big Ten teams. But if I was, if I had complete and total control, could pick any teams that I wanted to pick and move and put into the Big Ten, take out of the Big Ten, put the Big Ten, you know, put in the ACC, put the Big 12, take out, whatever. I would put Maryland and Rutgers. I would put Rutgers back in the ACC. I'd put Rutgers back in the ACC. I would take Iowa State and West Virginia out of the Big 12. I would put Maryland in place of them as well as Nebraska. So that would then leave the Big 10 to... It would be an odd number of teams, which I know for a lot of people, and and myself included, would probably drive my OCD nuts. But, you know, sometimes you don't always have to be even. Like, you know, the ACC, for the most part, is uneven because even though Notre Dame is still technically an independent, they play in a lot of ACC schedules. So, realistically, you know, the ACC has 15 teams. Uh, I think this would put the Big Ten at... See, looking at currently right now, they would have, they would have sixteen teams. I think this would put them at, I think seventeen. Yeah, take Maryland, Rutgers out, so that would put them down to fourteen. Bring in Iowa State, and West Virginia, that put them back up to sixteen. Put Nebraska back into the Big Twelve, so uh, fifteen, and that would leave them down to fifteen teams. Because again, I, you know, because I also like interstate rivalries. I feel like Iowa State would be more of a Big Ten team. I feel like it'd be more interesting because you could still have the Iowa State versus um, Iowa Hawkeyes battle. And then West Virginia, again, if if I want more of an East Coast type of team, I like West Virginia. They've had more success. They have a deeper, better following. To me, Maryland, Maryland is its own special entity. And what I mean by that is you don't see a lot of Maryland fans outside of Maryland. Now, a lot of people are probably arguing, well, you don't see a whole lot of people that are fans of their colleges outside of their colleges, unless it's someone like Bama, Florida, you know, LSU, Texas, that are more big recognized names. You know, you're not going to see a whole lot of Cincinnati fans anywhere. You're not going to see a whole lot of, you know, uh, heck, even West Virginia fans. You're not going to see a lot of them outside of West Virginia. But to me, you know, when I look at the fans of Maryland and I look at the fans of West Virginia, it doesn't matter West Virginia is good or bad. West Virginia fans are there for their team, and it shows. And Maryland, I, I just don't feel like it's there. Um, I feel like it would be more interesting in the Big 12 if they were there. They feel kind of more like a Big 12 team. Now, I know they came from the ACC. You could put them back there, but... I mean, it's it's one of those kind of why things. I feel like the Big 12 now is like a... The Big 12 kind of broke the boundary as far as, oh, well, now there's kind of a, you know, a geographical line where you don't cross. Like, at least the SEC, they pretty much just have one big old just chunk of the United States. Literally the southeast part of the United States and a little bit into Texas. Like, that's it. That's all they've got. You know, the Pac-12 was purely just a majority of the West Coast. The Big Ten kind of a little bit because they have a lot of the Midwest. They then broke out to uh, the East Coast when they got Maryland and Rutgers. Then they broke a little bit more West when they got Nebraska. And now they have the West Coast with USC and UCLA. Um, which, again, not bad. But, you know, again, I've, 
I feel like if I was going to make a really good, really good big name conference, that's I would put West Virginia and Iowa State in both solid fan bases. Both, I feel like, really solid teams usually. Again, they're not going to be winning college football championships. They're not going to be competing for the Big Ten championship. They're not going to be, you know, hoisting the trophy by no stretch of the imagination. But purely from a power-wise and really an entertainment-wise, I feel like they would be fantastic. Um, You know, definitely going to be following it more closely. I didn't even realize the Oregon and Washington uh, until one of my buddies had mentioned it, and I'm just completely blown out of the water by that. Um, semi-excited. Again, a lot of these don't even take place until, you know, two, three years from now, which, you know, kind of sucks, but again, is also super exciting at the same time because, you know, it's going to be really good college football nonetheless when it happens, and now especially the fact that they're getting rid of, you know, oh, well, it's, you know, Whoever whoever wins the West faces whoever faces the East in divisions. No 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 no. Pretty much every conference now is getting rid of East and West, and it's whoever has the who whatever two teams has the best record left is the championship game, which which makes more sense. I am one hundred percent for that. I have no issue with that whatsoever. Um, but hope y'all enjoyed the episode. This is something I decided to do literally at the last second. I have been super excited about this. I get even more excited when it was um, Oregon and Washington. Uh, popping up so thank you all for the love and support i really do appreciate it i hope you all enjoy please let me know how i did please like share subscribe please do all of that um i promise there will be more stuff coming out again nba a lot of stuff has happened college a lot of stuff has happened but you know nba again i'm still learning college is a little bit more of my forte which is why i'm doing an episode now and you know nfl is more of my specialty too so we're, we're going to get there, you know, literally in a couple hours here on the East Coast. It's going to be July. Um, when I post this episode, it's probably already going to be Friday. So to everybody, hope you have a good Friday. It's going to be a great weekend. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Day. Um, I know the country is in a very weird time right now. A lot, of, a lot of people would say a lot more bad than there is good. But we're going to get through it. We're going to push through it. Before you know it. Hopefully things get back to some type of normalcy and hopefully everybody's having a good time. But other than that, everybody stay safe, have a good weekend, and I will catch y'all on the next episode. Everybody have a good night and have a good day. Have a good weekend. Peace.